Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. 96.3 Cruise FM. It is 610 with April Wine. Sloppy. Not your best. Sloppy. I'm just... I'm just rattled, Stacy. I'm just rattled, like many Saskatonians. The Broadway Extra Foods closing, man. I know. Now, whenever something like this happens, like a a local establishment, a local staple, really, shutting down, Mm -hmm. I feel guilty for not going there more. (laughs) I went there a lot. I went there a lot because... um, Way back in the day, I used to live on Broadway, like way, way down on Broadway, kind of by John Lake School. Avalon. On the way home from work, always stop by there. It's on the way, right? And I used to live on 13th, mm-hmm. and that was my go-to, I shouldn't say go-to grocery store, but it was one I frequented often. Oh, yeah. Because it was a good one for if you needed something last minute or just a few things, that sort of thing. The best discount Halloween candy store. Ooh, like definitely. on November 1st or 2nd, mm-hmm. they always had the best cheap Halloween candy. They yeah. had so much and such a big variety. Uh, Aaron Karpinka, the guy who owned it, he was the guy on social media. I don't know if you've ever seen his Instagram videos or his TikToks. He would be in the aisles and he'd be just dancing. Aww. Just dancing up a storm. He's like, he's like 40 or 50 years old and he's like the happy happiest guy dancing and my heart just it aches it aches for this guy because he's such a great local business owner works hard and just pumping out the the dance moves and stuff right just looks like he loved his job and and that's the thing is if we could keep these kind of establishments open based on heartstrings alone Mm -hmm. that would be great but the thing is it's business right and And you touched on it in the news it comes down to it that unfortunately the store is just not profitable Mm -hmm. and the company said they don't see that turning around anytime soon which I thought was interesting because I know that there is currently a big condo tower being built on Main Street um, behind Amigos kind of where Bamboo Shoots used to be. Big tower going up there. They still have in the works something for the top of the bridge, top of the Broadway bridge. It's been... Those plans got scrapped because it was right before COVID and that happened and it shut it down. That's still kind of in the works. It's in limbo right now, but... And that's the thing is as much again, like there were definitely people who use that Mm -hmm. store and I don't want to play the devil's advocate but when it comes down to it it's just not enough to keep it going I know. and that sucks because like you, it's been there for decades mm-hmm. a lot of great people work there they have worked there for a long time and it just sucks because now you know people who do live in that area who don't have a car might need to take a bus now a to a grocery people, store a lot of people in that neighborhood rely on bicycle transport or just public transit or walking and and the Sobies and Savon's Foods down the road they're a little far away right those are so, some long blocks down yeah. 8th street Again, yeah. yeah it might not be it might just be four blocks but it's four long blocks exactly I am not good with my hands, so I watch a lot of DIY videos on YouTube, on Twitter, stuff like that. I'm trying to learn, right? One thing I noticed about a lot of these videos, like the learn how to do this video, learn how to do that video, are fellow tradespeople and contractors in the comments section ripping this person apart. (laughs) So, like, someone will be building a shed or something, and in the comments, there will be a fellow, I don't know, carpenter, shed builder, whatever. They'll be like, buddy, you suck. Oh, you're using those kind of screws for that job? What are you thinking, amateur hour? And it's like, whoa. (laughs) 
<laughs> Easy bud. Like, he's going to see this, right? It's really, really bad in that industry for some reason. In the trades, they like to harp on each other for their different techniques. And if, you know what? Make your own video. I know. Like, if you hate his I so know. much, why don't you make one and do it the right way? Go to any do-it-yourself video or learn-how-to video. Guaranteed the first 10 comments. Yeah, this is wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. It's like it's Donald Trump I in a debate all over again. Wrong. You're wrong. Fake carpentry. Um, <laughs> this would be weird in our industry. Imagine us posting one of our radio videos. Oh, man. And another radio team in town. You guys call that an intro? Losers. That was brutal. <laughs> Do better. You call that a punchline? Yeah, amateurs. Like, you really, that wouldn't happen. You really missed the post on that one. <laughs> Imagine, I don't know, like Boston Pizza posting something on their Facebook and Pizza Hut coming in. You call that a golden brown crust? <laughs> the difference is in those situations, yeah. those are chain restaurants, right? And Very they, true. they want to make sure they maintain their good customer service. Yeah. If it's a guy who happens to be a construction worker, yeah. he's a bit anonymous. He's able to do that, which is still nasty. Those yeah. keyboard warriors who come up and are just like carving people. It's brutal. Victoria Beckham, wife of David Beckham. Uh, Posh Spice. Posh Spice. He's a soccer player. Uh, anyway, she likes to maintain a certain lifestyle. She is a slimmer person. And David Beckham did an interview recently and said, you know, that she eats and has eaten the same meal for like the past 25 years. And if you're wondering, no, it's not lasagna with garlic toast. It's grilled fish and steamed vegetables. Ooh. And you know what? Each to her, each their, to their own. Um, she never eats any kind of butter or sauce or anything like that. And one of her comfort foods is whole grain toast with salt. Oh, I can relate so much to that. And again, after a long night of shoveling, nothing better than just salty plain toast. Or if you're just like hung over, oh. hey, Sean, pop mm. me in a couple slices of toast with salt. Oh. Just anyway. I don't need Gatorade or cheeseburgers. Just give me dry toast to get rid of that hangover. Each to their own. But I was more curious about like, could you actually eat the same thing for 25 years? And it's not every single meal. Like I'm assuming maybe she has something different for breakfast or whatever. But main dinner meals are fish and vegetables. Stacy, come on. I know. Look who you're talking to here. I know. Okay. And again, I'm pretty sure I have done this with pepperoni pizza. Something to note: she is a picky eater too. It's yeah. not just like she wants to, you know, not eat a lot of calories. She's just a picky eater. And when you hear that picky eater, because I'm a picky eater to an extent, there are just some foods I will refuse to eat, mm -hmm. and it's not because of me; it's because of everyone around me. Because if I eat them, I will puke. Do you want puke all over the place? No, so don't make me eat pickles, mushrooms, or onions, okay? Because that's what's going to happen. Exactly. Um, but, like, do you just really look down on picky eaters? It seems like some people just cannot stand them. I am more so, I feel sad for picky eaters because you I know... pity me. <laughs> I pity you. I know that it's not, like, you just were born that way. Mm -hmm. But I feel sad because there are so many delicious, amazing foods out there mm -hmm. for you to explore. I kind of get sad that you just don't um, have the ability to enjoy them. Well, I get sad for you because for every swing and a miss new thing that you and that you have, right? For every new food that you eat, and you're like, "Oh, this is so gross." You could have had chicken fingers and fries. But I don't. I like everything. No, you except don't. for liver and onions. Oh, so you don't like everything? Liar! Liar! You're a phone. We joke a lot about how Sweden, uh, they just can't seem to do anything wrong. It's perfect. It's wonderful over there. Everything is just great. Add this to the list. They've now trained crows to pick up cigarette butts off the street. 
Did not have that on my 2022 bingo card. No. Crows collecting cigarette butts. Good job, crows. Here's the thing. Crows are very, very smart. We know that. They love shiny things. They like collecting things. And they're quite smart. They say they have, like, the cognitive uh, ability of, like, a seven-year-old. Yeah, but on the other hand, they suck. They're annoying in the morning when you're trying to sleep. They're the worst. Something else that was kind of shocking is that in Sweden... 60% 60% of their litter is cigarette butts. Smoke and darts, Holy eh, Sweden? Holy cow. Smoke and darts, taking 62% names. 62% of all litter is cigarette butts. So, crows now know if they pick up a cigarette butt and put it in a receptacle, a little pellet comes out as a treat. Oh, that's a good idea. It's genius. Why don't we just do this for humans? Put a bunch of Snickers in like this little contraption thing. Every time you put a bunch of trash, you get a snack. You get a snack. It makes perfect sense. If if the crows can figure it out, we can figure it out. Because we're smarter than a seven-year-old. I we? just I just want free food, yeah, honestly. That, remember that back in like kindergarten? All right, everyone, pick up five pieces of trash off the floor before you get to go home. And then you got like a small Kit Kat bar or something for doing it, or if you did it extra fast. Sweet. What kind of school did you go to? I went to St. Bernard Elementary. The best elementary school in the city. You set me up for that one. I sure did. Got a nice little surprise from my wife yesterday. Um, Get your heads out of the gutter, first of all. Um, Second of all, um, I get home and she's like, hey, check the calendar. Check the calendar. And right away, I'm like, oh, no, what did I forget? What did I forget? I'm in trouble. But the tone was very happy. Like, check the calendar. But that could have also been a trap, right? Husbands and boyfriends know what I'm talking about. Um, Women don't trap men. Little traps. I'm not talking (laughs) big, huge, just mess with your brain traps. Little mini tiny traps. Okay. You do it. Um, The thing is, though, I checked the calendar two weekends from now. It says Flames Game. Oh. Brinley and I were both big Calgary Flames fans, and we're going on a baby moon. Sweet. We're going to Calgary to see the Flames. They have a, nice. a 33% attendance restriction or whatever, mm-hmm. but we know someone who has season tickets, and they have first dibs, so got some for super cheap. We're going to go to a Flames game right on. in like a different kind of atmosphere. Now, on the surface, this is great, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, going to Calgary, seeing the Flames. And usually when we go to Calgary, it's like, let's check out some new restaurants, let's uh, see some friends, whatever. Baby moon's a bit different though like did you go on a baby moon before fiona came we went to spain oh (laughs) just have to steal my thunder hey no i'm just going to calgary but yeah let's talk about your spain trip it was different it was my 40th birthday Uh kind of extravaganza but then i got pregnant after we booked the the tickets so that ended up being it wow sorry for wasting everyone's time with my calgary (laughs) baby moon story it's whatever works no no wow Just peasants over here going to Calgary. Five hours down the road. We're not even flying. We're driving. Wow. But the thing is, it might be a trap. Because Brenly has been talking about going to Ikea for baby stuff oh, for months. Okay, there I you go. I catch her on her laptop, on the Ikea website, all the time. So, <laughs> is this a treat to go to the Flames game, or is that just is that just a mirage well, it's for a, us to go to Ikea and buy a bunch of baby stuff? It's a balanced trip is what it is. You mm. get to spend time together, oh, yeah. you get to enjoy some sports, mm. and then you get to buy some baby stuff. Oh, yeah, huh? Because guess what? Compromise is going to be a big part of your life in the next three months. There's no compromise. It's happy wife, happy life. Let's be real (laughs) here. 
another request to anything coming up at 7.30. We just got this text from Tony, the resident bidet expert. Oh, Tony. That's what he's labeled as in our uh, text system here, 9380963. Hey, I'd like to request Darude Sandstorm. Nice. Finally! And then he goes, that was 100% for Clayton. Now, we don't Aww. have it coming up today. We filled our requests, but tomorrow... Tony. Can we please play Sandstorm? It's Why? anything. Yes, we can. Let's go. Um, Crocono. We talk about it a lot here on Cruise Mornings. Crocono's a great game. It's awesome. It is apparently gaining like serious popularity globally. Not just in Canada. Not just in Canada. And it's not becoming like a phenomenon or anything, but like just more people are playing it. They're realizing it's quite a fun game. And it is, you know what, a great game. It's so popular that here in Canada, there's an outdoor winter version croaker curl right you know your game is popular when you're combining with other sports to make a mega and let's face it crocono is like curling on your table exactly and we did some research we went to the wikipedia page of crocono it's actually quite interesting so you know it's legit oh yeah crocono has its own page i love how wikipedia in 2010 was like the most unreliable source and now wikipedia is like the most reliable source apparently the first time it was made was in 1876 in Perth County, Ontario. It is believed to be a Canadian game. A lot of times it's believed to be of Mennonite or Amish origins, but there's no data to support that. The reason, though, is that it's a misconception because Mennonites and Amish just love the game. And why do they love the game? You know why? Because card playing or dancing were considered works of the devil. (laughs) Yes, I love that. (laughs) We're allowed to play with cards. We had to figure it out. So let's flick a little wooden disc around, shall we? I love that. I love it. It's great. Like, my dad makes crokinole boards. Yeah. If you want a beautiful handmade crokinole board, no free ads. Message me. No free ads. S. Cooper, even for Abe Cooper, no free ads. There's a bit of a trend when it comes to hairstyles. We've kind of touched on this before, but it, it, mullets are kind of a thing again. And uh, apparently a lot of parents are troubled because they hate mullets because it reminds them of their childhood. But their kids are like, Mom, I want a mullet. It's so cool right now. I want a mullet. And the parents are torn between doing what the child would like and how they want to identify or sticking to their own personal feelings and choosing not to. So the parents, because it was cringy when they were growing up, Mm -hmm. is going to ruin their kid's day by saying Mm -hmm. no. You know what? If I was a kid, I'd say, you know what? Not my prob, mom. Not my prob. I'm stealing your clippers and going to the bathroom. Let's go. (laughs) Just do it yourself. Yeah, why not? (laughs) I, quite honestly, the only reason I wanted to talk about this story was to just talk about your mullet when you were in kindergarten. I had a great mullet growing up. Hands down, my favorite picture of a five-year-old, I swear to God, is you with your little tiny mullet. So is there like like an age where the mullet doesn't become cute? Because a four-year-old with a mullet, especially my ginger curly mullet, was like, chef's kiss. So good. But like a 10-year-old with a mullet, is that not cute anymore? You know what? I like mullets. It reminds me of hockey hair. I love it. It reminds me of the movie Joe Dirt with David Spade. There you go. Joe Dirt. I feel like, too, the mullets of our childhood have improved slightly. Oh, yeah. They're making them a bit nice. 
nicer. They're, Mullets they're cut in the a bit 80s, differently. So greasy. Yeah. With the racing stripes on the side, too, that guys would cut into there. Look out. Ah, like, again, a mullet that's, like, maintained, right? I don't know about that. If you're maintaining the mullet, you just got to let the mullet go. Let I it have, go wild. And there are different kinds of mullets. Oh, there are many. A the, cornucopia of mullets. Because it depends on how long that party is in the back, mm-hmm. right? If it's, like, resting on your shoulders, not bad. If it's halfway down your back... Then you have to maintain the sides. Then you ha- you can't let the sides grow too long. Then you have to maintain it. No, but that's it. too much. The long all the way down your back no mullet? Way. No That no one can way. go away. The short, cute one like yours? Sure. Yeah? If Fiona wants a mullet, guess what? No. She's getting a mullet. Exactly. You know what ruins a mullet, though, is when the uh, business in the front is too businessy. Some people's and mullets. It distracts from it's the party in the back. Way too businessy. It's like that is way too nice of a haircut. Just a normal Lego man haircut in the front. Absolute party in the back. No, let your kids have mullets. I know. Again, the best thing if your boy gets a mullet, buzz cut. If you don't like it, even it's if your girl gets a mullet, buzz, buzz cut. cut. That's Who the cares? greatest thing about kids' hair. It's going to grow back. Buzz cut it off. You're good to go. Give your kid a mushroom cut. Ooh, All I've, this talk about mullets, hey? All this hate talk, fear mongering about mullets. No one's saying anything about mushroom cuts. Mushroom cuts were the far more offensive haircut back also, in the day. Can we talk about perms? Those were brutal, and yeah. I had a bunch of them growing oh, up. Matt, what? Okay, let's go. Let's rank the the three haircuts from back in the day: mullet, perm, and mushroom, mushroom cut. Let us know for which best one, or worst. Uh, I don't know. What's, what what was your favorite? Let us know. Nine three eight zero nine six three. I'd say mullet. This took a turn fast. <laughs> I haven't had to look at my resume in years. Thank goodness, right? That's always a good thing when you don't have to update the resume a lot. Um, Randomly, just going through some stuff on my computer, I saw it, I clicked on it, and I went to references. Some of the people I didn't even know on there. (laughs) I was like, who? Uh, What? When it comes to references on your resume, have you ever lied like you put your buddy down instead of your actual what? old boss no. to, to get like an extra good reference. Have you ever done that before? I've put, I've put a personal reference down where it's like, you know, somebody I've known for quite a while. Maybe I didn't work with them or something, but they're a reference of my personality. I've never lied on a resume, Clayton Croker. If I was a supervisor or manager or I was hiring someone, whatever, I wouldn't even bother looking at the personal references. Oh, wow. This person's friend is going to say nice things about him. Shocker. What a waste of time. Like, who's going to put down a personal reference? You call them? Eh, they're okay. <laughs> what? Well, no, that's the thing. Waste of time. Who's going to put down a bad reference? Idiots? I don't exactly, know. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, if you're putting down a bad reference, shame on you. Or they're just very truthful and honest. And they're playing, uh, they're playing mind games with the employer. They're like, you know what? Why would they put down a bad reference unless they're super honest and awesome? Who knows? Exactly. I don't know. I've done that before, though, where I've put down like a buddy. And I'm like, hey, in case you get a call from this place, uh, you're my boss. I've worked for you for years. I'm on time. <laughs> exactly. I work very hard. And I have been the fake boss before as well. And I, I've taken those calls where it's like, yeah, this is so-and-so from Vandalay Industries, whatever. Uh, Steve, well, what can you tell me about this guy? He said he worked for you for two years. Great importer-exporter. Oh, man, I just pump <laughs> Steve's tires. This guy doesn't even clock out for lunch, let me tell you. This oh, guy, no. oh, man, he does not even go to the bathroom on company time. Time. See, that's the thing. You have to be careful. You can't oversell. Oh, you can oversell. Because then what if they don't meet those, you know, Oh, levels. you're setting the bar too high? Yeah, exactly. Then you're messing with your buddy. It's a win-win situation oh, right there. Man. Stacey and Clayton, weekday mornings 6 to 10 on Cruise.